Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. So do you have a message to share, but you're wondering, Jonathan, how do I share it? There's so many ways out there today. There's Instagram and Facebook, there's Snapchat, there's all this stuff I don't know how to use, blogging, podcasting, doing YouTube videos. Jonathan, please demystify this process for me. Well, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the four proven ways to get your message out to the masses. Let's get started. Hey, messengers, welcome to the Market Your Message show. I'm your host, Jonathan Milligan, and author of the new book, Your Message Matters, How to Rise Above the Noise and Get Paid for What You Know. And in today's episode, I'm gonna be talking to you about the four proven ways to get your message out to the masses. And if you've been struggling, you've been looking at all the options out there, how do I rise above the noise and get my message heard? It just seems like there's just so much content. There's so much competition out there. How do I stand out? And if you've been wondering that, let me share with you four ways today. So here's what you're going to discover in this episode. You're going to discover the following things. First, the best way to share your message if you love to speak. So if you have this, like, I don't love to write, I don't really want to do that, I want to speak, we've got something for you. Why blogging is far from being dead, but how it's different today. We're also going to talk about the easiest method to get your message out the fastest. At least I think this is one of the easiest ones. Once you get things set up and ready to go, and of course, much, much more. By the way, if you're just getting started and you're like, Jonathan, I've been thinking about starting uh, an online business with my message, but quite frankly, the first step is where I'm stuck. Then I want to encourage you to go right now to marketyourmessage.com slash discover. And that's where you can get our nine page blueprint called the discover your message blueprint. And this will walk you through how to find your purpose, people, and passion. So it's free. Go grab that today. Again, it's marketyourmessage.com slash discover. All right, so I'm going to share with you the four methods that I love the best for getting your message out to the masses. Here's method number one, and that's blogging. The written text. Yes, blogging is still alive and well. I know for a lot of people are like, well, Jonathan, is blogging dead? Here's a funny thing. If you know how to do a little bit of Google searching, have you ever typed in Google? And as you start typing something in Google, it starts showing other related searches. Here's a funny thing. Funny fact. You could go put, is blogging dead? And put 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016, 2010, 
2005. I mean, this has been a topic for 15 years or more about the fact that is blogging dead. Here's the reality. Blogging is not dead. Blogging is just not in our common language anymore. Let me give you an example. Have you ever been on Pinterest? And if you've been on Pinterest, have you ever clicked on a pin? Whether it was a recipe you liked, or maybe it was an interesting topic, and you're like, ooh, this is interesting, and you clicked on that pin, where did you go? You went to somebody's blog post. Now, we could call that an article. We could call it a lot of things. Uh, Have you ever been on social media and somebody posted something that was a very interesting topic outside of Facebook and you clicked on it, whether it was a news-related item or a current event, and you jump over and you're reading something, guess what? That is a blog post. How many of you go to Google still every single day and you search something? What shows up in the search results? Blog post. The point is blogging is still alive and well. And how do I know this? Because I still have blog posts that I have written back in 2010 that still get found in the search engine every single day. So it's just proof to me that that's not going away. Now, here's the reality about blogging. Blogging is sort of like the old-fashioned water pump. Do you remember those? My grandpa used to have one on his farm in Indiana, And I remember as a kid, like, what is this? And my grandpa said, well, this is what you do. You start pumping the handle, right? And supposedly water's supposed to come out. And I'm like, it's broken, grandpa. It's not working. I'm hitting it and it's it's just not working. And he goes, you got to keep going. You got to keep pumping the handle, pumping the handle. Because what it's doing is it's building up pressure in the well to where the water's rising to the top until finally the water comes flowing out. That's what blogging is like. You can't go publish two or three blog posts and then expect to have traffic overnight. It doesn't work that way. But if you are consistent, and by the way, we talked about this in another episode, the hidden secret of consistency, if you are consistent and you publish every week and you are disciplined at it, your old blog post will begin to start ranking in Google. I know for me, I've had posts that I wasn't even trying to rank in Google. I wasn't doing any SEO or anything. And it ended up ranking in Google and getting traffic because it's words on a page and people are searching. So that's method number one, blogging. What about number two? What's method two? Podcasting. Now, this one, it once you get things set up, meaning you find a microphone, right? you know how to record your audio and you have a host because you have to have a place to upload your audio so that it gets out there on the different podcasting platforms. Once you figure out that initial step, I really, really believe that blogging is the easiest, simplest thing to do. Why is that? Well, there's a couple reasons. Number one, this would be an encouragement for the ladies out there. You don't have to do your hair and makeup to go do a podcast. So you literally can turn on the microphone wherever you are in whatever situation. It could be at 1130 at night. It could be 5 a.m. in the morning. It doesn't matter because all you're using is your voice. And I think podcasting is one of the easier ones to get into, again, once you get things set up. Because you know what you can do? And this is the big secret if you've been thinking about podcasting. 
you do something called mega batching. Well, what's mega batching? I want you to choose one day. It could be a Saturday afternoon or morning. It could be a Sunday. Maybe you have off during the week on a Wednesday. Pick one day of the week and get your microphone and everything set up and then plan to record four, five, six or more episodes. Because when you do that, now you can schedule out those episodes to run one a week for the next six weeks. A person who I first saw do this was Michael Hyatt. He has, and he's been podcasting for a long time, but um, his current podcast that he does with his daughter, basically what they do, and I think it's called Lead to Win, if I remember right, basically what they do is they find one day per quarter and they have a goal of recording 13 episodes. And so literally their podcast recording happens four days out of the entire year. That means only four days they're actually podcasting. The other 361, (laughs) they're doing something else. But you know what's happening? Every week, a new podcast episode hits and their audience is still growing. Isn't that amazing? That's using time effectively. So that's method number two. Here's method number three. It's recorded video. That's a a great example is YouTube, right? So you can set up and you can do the same thing that you do with podcasting. Give yourself four or five topics. And here's the point. This is especially true with podcasting and with video You've got a little bit of ramp up time to get ready mentally and to get your space ready. And once you're there, you might as well do a couple of episodes, right? Why not? Because there's a ramp up and a ramp down. Give yourself that gift of doing several episodes in a row. But if you're a speaker, if it's hard for you to write, but you say, Jonathan, give me a topic and I, it just bubbles out of me. Stories, illustrations, ideas, resources. If that's you, then maybe blogging's not your thing. You need to lean more into video and recorded video posting on YouTube. And so I want you to consider that if you're more of a speaker. And then finally, tip number four or method four is live streaming. So live streaming is how I originally record this. So if you're listening to the podcast right now, and this is where you're consuming this, this was originally recorded as a live stream. I've got a live audience here. People are giving me feedback. They're asking questions that I'll be answering here in a few minutes. And uh, I love to do live streaming because live streaming is a way to catch people who are already hanging out on social media by going live. And by the way, I use something called Restream, which allows me to go live in over six locations online across Twitter. I've got three or four places on Facebook. You can go into a Facebook group, a Facebook page, and over on YouTube Live. And all of this is happening at the same time. That's capturing your audience in real time, right? Because maybe some of them are scrolling through Facebook and they see, oh, you're live, or they just happen to be over on YouTube or they get a, they, maybe they hit the little notification bell and they get, they, they're aware of the fact that you're live and they come and find you and learn from you. So live streaming is great. Now, here's one final tip that I think, and this is kind of a bonus tip. 
One of the things that I talk about in my book, Your Message Matters, is discovering your influencer voice. In fact, if you haven't had the book yet, you need to go get the book. I have an entire 32-question assessment inside the book that when you take this assessment, think like personality test, what this does is it shows you if you're more of a writer, teacher, speaker, or coach. Now, why is that important? Here's why it's important. Because your flow is where your motivation lies. If you are motivated to write, you need to be writing. That's a place to start. And yes, you can build all four of these into your business over time. Today, I do all four. I blog, I podcast, I do recorded YouTube videos, and yes, I do live streaming. But I didn't start there. I want you to start with where your natural motivation lies. So if you're a writer, then you should think about method number one, which is blogging. That's a natural place for you to start. Number two, if you are more of a coach, you should consider podcasting, especially an interview podcast where you bring on guests because if you're more of a coach, you are very good at asking questions and you're very conversational. So think about coaching and doing podcasting. Method number three, remember we said recorded video. I think this is perfect for speakers because again, you get a topic and you rattle off stories, ideas, illustrations, stuff just bubbles out of you that was hard for you to write out in a blog post. And then if you're more of a teacher, you should consider live streaming. This is why I start with live streaming because that's my influencer voice. My primary influencer voice is teacher. I love to teach. And some of you know my story that I started as a high school teacher, but it was the wrong context for me. So I get to teach today, but in an entirely different way. I teach through my live streams, my live classes and my membership site. I get to teach on webinars. I love to teach. And so your flow is where your motivation lies. There you go. Is that helpful today? I hope it was an encouragement to you because these four methods are the proven ways to get your message out to the masses. But you can't do all four at once. So choose the one that is what you're most motivated to do and go do that thing. Do it once a week for a year. And then you can think about repurposing to these other methods. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Again, if you are still wondering where you start, the best place to start is to get our Discover Your Message blueprint. You just go to marketyourmessage.com slash discover. All right. So again, that's it for this episode. I hope this was helpful to you. And what would you love for me to cover in future episodes? Let me know. And by the way, I would love it if you would like, share, subscribe, or even rate our show so that we know that we're hitting the mark and that this is helpful to you. All right. Until next time, never forget your message matters.